Welcome back, my friends, to the Derate the Hate podcast. This is Wilk from Wilksworld.com, and this is episode six of Derate the Hate podcast. And today we are going to talk about yelling, and and how once once you've reached the point of yelling, you've pretty much lost your argument. And, and when two people have reached that point of yelling, when you're yelling at each other, it's best for one of those people to walk away. So, before I get started, I do want to just mention real quick, if you didn't catch our special edition this week uh, about freedom shaming, please uh, step back, take a look at that, or or take a listen to uh, that that special edition of episode Freedom Shaming, or you can check it out uh, on the YouTube channel, Just, just search for Wilkes World or hashtag Freedom Shaming. So let's talk a little bit about uh, about yelling, and I, I got a little bit different perspective on it. I mean, you can look up a lot of stuff about yelling and how, how yelling relates to parenting and how yelling relates to relationships, and, you know, they talk a lot about the effects that the yelling has on the other person, and, and those things are all valid, very, very much valid. I mean, it, it does not do good things to the person you're yelling at, but I like to look at things from the perspective on how it affects me and what's going on with with me. And when I've allowed myself to get to the point where I am now yelling to try and get my point across, I have lost control of my emotions. And and a lot of what I talk about in the Derate the Hate podcast, and it, it a lot of it has to do with being able to control myself and being able to control who I am and what I can do. Because ultimately, everything that I do... Uh, depends on how I present myself and, and who I am as a person. So when I talk or, or when I think about yelling, if I've gotten to the point where I need to start yelling to try and get my point across, I have lost my ability to make my point effectively. And I think that is I think that's that is so important when you're looking at I don't care whether it's a relationship or whether it's with your kids or whether it's with the people uh, that you work with um, if you've gotten to that point where you've lost your emotions to the you know you've you've lost control of your emotions and and now you've you've resorted to yelling um, your point is almost moot at that point so you know just think about this if if you have reached the reached the point where all of a sudden you've got to raise your voice and you are actually yelling at another human being where are you mentally where are you mentally you have reached that point where you can no longer control your emotions and once you've lost control of your emotions you've lost control of your ability to think logically you've lost your ability to Use reason and make an effective point. Now, I don't mean when you're, you know, when your kid's about to touch a, a hot stove and and you, you know, instantly react and, and pop off with a, hey, get away from that stove or, or something like that. That's not what I'm talking about. Obviously, that's not, that's not yelling out of emotion. That's not yelling out of anger. Um, and sometimes those things are going to be very necessary. And, and even though it may startle your, your, you know, in the case of my daughter, i got a very, very young daughter, and it might startle her and she might cry or something. That's not going to hurt her. That's not going to do anything but actually get her attention right now and, and take care of the situation that needs to be taken care of immediately. But 
what I'm talking about is is that whole uh, you you've gotten to the pinnacle of your uh, emotional mountain and and now you you you're spilling over onto the other side and you you have gotten to the point where now you're just yelling and you're screaming and things are going to be said that that should not be said and things you know once things are said that's that's like you can't put the genie back in the bottle once things are said out of emotion that that is is said without uh without good logic and reason uh, you're doing real damage. And, and like I said, I, I don't care whether that's in a relationship. I don't care that whether that's with your kids or whether it's with somebody that you work with or somebody that works for you. Uh, um, uh, a, a great example. And, and, you know, right now we are, are faced with some, some serious issues as a people here in this country. And, and, and during this lockdown, uh, many news outlets are reporting record numbers of, um, uh, domestic violence situations and 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 people during this the 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 lockdown and the stay at home orders that that are in place in in a lot of places, uh, you know you you have family members that are probably spending more time with each other than than they've spent with each other in a very long time, and and you know people are just just generally going to get under each other's skin after a while not only because uh, they're not used to spending that much time with each other, but you know they are they are, are are very frustrated with everything that's going on and so so you have people that are are, are at their wits end and and a lot of things are uh, you know uh, reaching that pinnacle reaching the reaching the the mountaintop where where it starts to spill over and people are are yelling and saying things that they shouldn't really say and and I will tell you one thing that I am very very glad for and I thank God and everything holy that that I'm not in in uh, in a relationship like I was in my past uh, you know past life. Um, right now, I, I've got an absolutely incredible wife, and and our relationship is just everything that I ever dreamed it possibly could be. And, and we don't have that, and we don't we don't encounter that. But I know there are so many people out there that do. And, and when that stuff starts to spill over, and and one of those people starts yelling, there is. Nothing more important, I, I don't think, and nothing more pertinent at that moment than for one of those people to leave. And and I don't mean leave forever. I don't mean you know go outside, go for a walk, you know, just just go off and and simmer down in another room, whatever you've got to do. But once you have reached that point of yelling, nothing more positive is going to get accomplished. Nothing, nothing better is going to happen out of that situation until you know, to tell you know, cooler heads prevail. Uh, because, like I said, you know, things are going to be said that shouldn't be said. Once they're said, you can't put that genie back in the bottle. It's just things need to cool down. And once that yelling starts, you've got no choice but to back off. One of those people has to leave. Do absolutely whatever it takes to just put the brakes on the situation and start over at another time, whether it be five minutes, five hours, five days, whatever, you know, whatever it takes, uh, because the situation will not get better if the yelling is to continue because emotions 
uh, can can just do drastically bad things to actions, and those actions can turn into much worse things. So, anyways, I'm gonna cut this short. This is this is not something that I'm gonna carry on for for very long. So, what I'm gonna do right now is I'm gonna go into a, a good deed story, just like I do each each derate the hate podcast and talk about a good deed story that I've found to you know that, that goes against the whole doom and gloom media narrative. And we today are going to talk about a family up in Oregon that did uh, did a great deed uh, this past Memorial Day. Uh, as you may or may not know, that most of the national cemetery, well, all the national cemeteries and and uh, veteran cemeteries were were closed for visitors. So an awful lot of our fallen heroes from years past. Um, their, their graves went unvisited, uh, this Memorial Day, which is just absolutely tragic. And, and this family in, in Oregon, Chris Stewart and his four daughters from Happy Valley, Oregon, uh, along with a number of donors and, and some veterans, uh, got together and, um, they went to Willamette National Cemetery and, and placed flags on, on I, th- I think it was upwards of around 3,000 graves of our fallen heroes uh, for Memorial Day. And, and uh, you know, Chris Stewart's uh, oldest daughter is going to be, uh, you know, shipping off to uh, uh, to the Air Force here shortly. And and uh, I, I got to tell you, when I when I see a family that does that, as a, as a veteran, I, I, I just, it, it absolutely, you know, uh, warms me to the core and and uh you know the donors that they had and the uh the additional uh volunteers that they had but yeah they went out uh they went out before this memorial day and placed flags on on 3000 graves of our our uh, best and our brightest that uh, that that sacrificed their lives for for the United States of America and that is that is just a phenomenal feat and it, it's a beautiful thing so um very much hats off to the uh Stewart family Chris Stewart and his his, his four children and and the donors and and the uh, veterans that helped him out uh, up there at the the Willamette National Cemetery. So great job, guys, and um, uh, very much appreciate that. With that, we'll wrap it up, and I will say when you do get back out there, be kind to one another, be grateful for everything that you've got, and remember, it's ultimately up to you to make each day what you want that day to be. So from all of us at Wilkes World, until next time, thank you very much. 